Hi, I'm Erica Darvis. Hi, I'm Amy Randolph. And you're listening to Podcast Rewind. We are two best friends talking hot topics and all of the podcasts that we're totally obsessed with. So come please be our friend on social media. You can find us at Podcast RWD on Instagram and Twitter. And then head over to Facebook and search Podcast Rewind. You can listen to our show wherever you're already listening to your favorite podcasts. Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever that is, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe because we need your stars to keep this show going. Cheers. Cheers. Let's talk podcasts. Hey there, Rewinders. Welcome to episode 45 of Podcast Rewind. I'm Amy Randolph here with Erica Jarvis in the Podcast Nook. How you doing, E? Hey, I am good. I am alert. I'm alive. <laughs> I'm dry. Because it wouldn't be a podcast unless we talked about weather. And right. There's a bit of a storm going on here in Florida. Yeah. So before we get started, Hurricane Mike. Michael is making its way through the panhandle here in Florida. So if you are listening there or in any part of Michael's path, we hope everyone is safe, sound, and stays dry. Yeah, and um, in case you're worried about us, you don't have to be. We're going to see some bands here, but really it's just going to rain on us for Mm -hmm. the next couple of days. We're definitely not in the path of danger, but we're thinking of those who are. Yeah, my brother and his wife got out of Tallahassee, and not a moment too soon. They left when it was a cat two, and this morning it was a cat four, and I know my parents are pleased as punch that my brother is home and kind of living like the old high school life of like, Just I called him out. tonight, yeah. and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, waiting for mom and dad so we can have dinner. I was like, that's <laughs> so weird. It's Wednesday. Did they make him defrost a chicken while they were at work? Oh, take probably. It out <laughs> oh, mom's getting so mad if you don't take the chicken out of the freezer, she and I get told it. you do. I get it. Um, I don't know if it's like it's been gray and icky from the storm or what really the deal is, but I have to admit I'm a grump. Oh no, you know I'm what? You know, I've been a grump for a couple of days, and I was thinking about it. I do kind of think I know why. What were you going to say first? I was going to say you're not alone. A lot of people have just been like. You know, I got a tight eight, but I really woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. Or things are happening and I can't figure it out why I'm having such a bad day or week. You know, it could be the pressure coming in from the storm. Yeah. just kind of impacting everybody. And uh, look, stress is just generally high uh-huh. right now. But I think I know why I've been so grumpy the why last few days. you've been grumpy? I um I wore a strapless bra to work yesterday yeah, because of it. the shirt. No, wait <laughs> oh. for it. Because of the shirt that I was wearing, I was like, I'm going to show straps. It's not cool. And those things are just fucking torture devices. Yes. I really was uncomfortable all day. Yeah. Like at one point in my office, like I just reached in and held a boob up <laughs> for a little while. because And just like, oh, and like the one... You know, the, they have those side, side ribbings, oh, yeah. and it's just poking me in my fucking armpit all mm-hmm. day. I was grumpy as hell last night and, like, you know, ripped that thing off when I came yes. in the door and put on another one. But even today, I have, like, residual poking uh-huh. in my underarms and, like, kind of on the sides. I'm, like, sore. I'm probably bruised Yeah, from that thing. And so I've just been generally grumpy on top of not sleeping great. Yeah. Coming off of, you know, my hormonal period <laughs> of the month, if you that hear what I'm happens. saying. And just generally, I'm a grump, but I'm here on the mic. We are recording on Wednesday this week yes. instead of our regular Tuesday because 
we were both just not fucking in the mood and not ready to do it yesterday. Yeah. It, like I said, you had sent me earlier in the day an article from Pure Wow about how like Venus is in retrograde and it's like, are you effing kidding me? Right? What is happening? What does and that it was just mean? You know, Tuesdays are always tough days in my world, but I had a meeting with an executive that day just to like touch base and Tell me if you feel this way, but like when you are going in and you're meeting with an executive and you're kind of on the spot, you're just like all of the energy and adrenaline you have goes into those 30 minutes. And after that, you're like, fucking nap. Should I go home and lay on the couch for a while? That was all I had for the day. And you're totally useless prior to that because you're just rehearsing in your head what you plan to say in this big meeting. And then I'm cool with my executive. Like we're buds. We've known each other for a while. But then like from a work perspective, I still totally respect him. But it's like... I wore a suit jacket with jeans, and I was like, he is, like, what? We have been at bars together. <laughs> like, what? But you know I was do putting it. on airs. You have to but do yeah, it. Yeah, you've got to put the Corporate air on. Corporate rules. And then, okay, so I'm also just, I'm annoyed by everything right now because I'm grumpy uh-huh. and, you know, just stressed out in general. And can I do, like, a gripe of the week before yeah. we get into things? The opposite of an obsession of the right. week. So you and I both happen to go to the exact same convenience store at the exact same time tonight on our way home to pick up our drink of the week yeah. for the podcast. And one of my fucking pet peeves was going down when we were in line. And that is somebody in public talking on speakerphone. Oh, my God. The woman behind me in a different language, too, right? Right. And, well, I mean, I don't care if you're speaking in a different language, but I don't care to hear any of it. Can we all agree that in public, speakerphone should be banned? Yes. Unless you're in a room and you're like, hold on, everybody in here wants to say happy, you sing happy birthday to you. Otherwise, speakerphone is only for when you are in your home by yourself and you feel like too lazy to put your phone up to your fucking ear. Look, I get that. And I'm here for speakerphone all day with that shit. But when you are in public, lock it down. Or people who do FaceTime. Oh. I mean, oh. Beth has done that before with us. And she'll FaceTime her husband and is like, cool. Other room, man. Yeah. Like, I mean. I just don't want to least, be privy to your conversation with your husband. Like, And at least it's just us, but ask first. <laughs> yeah. If you would mind. <laughs> but just, I'm not sure if this is the first time she's hearing our thoughts probably. on it. Like, but girl, take it to the other room. So, all right. So I have admitted I'm grumpy. I was pissed at the lady in the line. I am going to propose that we cheers now. Cheers. Um, oh. To drink of the week to kind of ease the ache. What are you having? I went with a Goose Island IPA tall boy. A tall boy. <laughs> I am also having a tall boy from a convenience store. Yeah. Um, I'm having... I mean, the convenience store may be on the corner of happy and healthy. <laughs> I'm having um, Sweetwater Brewing Company's Extra Pale Ale for 20. Which is a good one. Yeah, it really is. It's pretty yeah. popular down here in Florida. But yeah, yeah today Florida just beer. felt like a beer day. Yeah, I agree. You know, like I'm going to have a glass of wine later on, like when we were doing the show edits, but I just really wanted to knock a fucking cold right. wine back. Real talk, wait. we edit our show. Um, <laughs> Personally, well, ourselves. By edit, we mean listen back and decide if it was good or not, but we don't really know how to, like, edit. <laughs> edit, edit. If you do, hit us up. <laughs> Which is why, I mean, this is full-on improv, yes and type work, because there's no going back. There's <laughs> zip, zap, zap, zap. You got to keep on going with your partner, eye to eye, somebody fucks up, so some cat gets in the way, you just keep moving on. Cool, she heard you. Keep trucking. Hey, podcast. Well, speaking of trying to go in a more positive direction, Direction. Do you want to go with obsession of the week? Yeah, man. So I have two. 
All right. Okay. One is an itty-bitty obsession that I only found out about today. Okay. So starting on the 14th, I believe, Target is launching a brand new line of essentials and personal care products. Uh Uh-huh. Like home essentials, kitchen essentials, and it's called Smartly. And have you ever heard of the brand Brandless? Yeah. Where you can get things for like nothing? Yeah. Target's doing that now. Oh, okay. I am so on board. So for example, body wash is $2. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um... Shaving cream is 99 cents, All but right. it still smells good for women. But they've already got that up and up line, and then they have the home essentials line. Yeah. They've already got a few, so they're but just it's still it. a little on the expense, more expensive side then. Think, they're really yeah. trying to compete with Brandless. That is, like, what got their it. goal is. Um, you know those face wipes you like to take off your makeup? Uh-huh. 99 cents. Yeah, they're probably going to rip my skin off, too. Potentially. But, but, okay, cool. Potentially, but anyway, I, thought, I saw that, and I was like, I could totally get behind that. But my main obsession of the week is Miss Taylor... Allison Swift. <laughs> Did not know her middle name. Took a second. I knew I had it in there. Um, she finally. Like show one all over Right? Again. She finally came out this week on Instagram and really went political and explained her reasons for why not doing it in the past on the chance of alienating people. But with things that she has seen in her own personal life and in the world in the last two years, could not continue not speaking. Mm-hmm. So she put out a big Instagram post that she was going to vote for Democrats in these midterm elections in November and encouraged her fans to vote and go register to vote. And within 24 hours, over 60,000 people had registered to vote, which to give you an idea, only like 100,000 people registered to vote in September in the full month. Mm-hmm. And girlfriend got 60,000 in a day. And now it is everywhere. She was at the AMAs last night winning awards and said, I know that these awards are solely based on votes. You know what else is? The midterm elections. Good for go her. vote. And so now a lot of people, Trump is not pleased with her. He's 25% less pleased. He's 25% less pleased with her, but also knows that some of her fan base is his fan base. He can't go against Taylor too much Mm -hmm. because she does have some of those red states. However, um, a lot of articles have come out and said that she potentially could turn Tennessee blue with just her one Instagram. And a lot of people are like, well, is this too little too late? She could have done so much more. And I think to that, shut up. She doesn't, we don't, she doesn't owe that to us. Yeah. Her choosing to come out now, gladly accept it. But no celebrity, I'm not owed anything by that other than new music when I want it. Right. Yeah. I've said that before on this yeah. show, especially when we were talking, we were talking about Taylor Swift and the problematic fave thing um, with stuff mom never told you. And, you know, they were talking about how she didn't come out and have any political opinion. And I was like, why would you, I don't, why, why do I have to care about a celebrity's political opinion? Yeah. Now, if you're going to have one and make it known, I do kind of expect you to live up to yes. it. But, you know, I don't think it's a requirement of celebrities to make no. us aware of how they're voting or what issues they are or not behind. I think it's your job to put out great art. Yeah. But, you know, if you're going to do it, good for her. And obviously her influence is very widespread, and anything that gets more people registered to vote and hopefully pushes them to go to the polls on November 6th, get it. Exactly. Get it, sister. All right, so Um, what are you feeling in your funk? Look, I was racking my brains all day today, knowing the podcast was coming. Your big O-brain? My big (laughs) O-brain. And, like, what am I obsessed with? Like, you're so grumpy. Do you like this? Ugh, you don't like it that much. um, (laughs) It's only okay. Look, it's going to be, like, fairly simple, but I was, when I got home, I did my normal. I took off my work clothes and put on yoga pants immediately. But I was wearing a new pair of pants today, and I was like, I'm really really glad I bought these 
So I feel like probably three or four years ago, I was reading like slim cut, skinny pants, pencil thin, you know, hems on pants are what's in. You don't want like a wide leg pants, not good anymore, unless you're doing like the palazzo, like Aztec look. Um, So all of, none of my bootcut jeans like fit or look nice anymore. So I haven't been wearing them. And I saw in a couple of articles, or I mean, a couple of like ads and on a couple of other women in the office, like a really great, like dark rinse bootcut jean with like heels and a structured like upper. And I was like, man, I really, I really wish I still had a pair of bootcut jeans that I could look great in like Uh that. So I bought myself a pair and I wore them for the first time today. And I really was just like... Happy all day. Because here's the thing, too. Like, I really did get to a point where I only have, like, skinny jean type of pants anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. even my work pants are very skinny. And there's days where I'm like, I just want a little more room. Yeah. (laughs) I want want to not be packed in here. My ankles want to breathe. Well, and that's the other thing is I actually have a a tattoo on my ankle. And we're not allowed to show tattoos in my workplace. But this one on my ankle, like, those skinny jeans ride up. And I like to wear, you know, high heels. So, like, drawing attention to my feet. So, I'm always, like, self-conscious about this tattoo. And today I had those bootcut pants on. Couldn't see it. Couldn't see it. Never thought about it. I didn't have to worry when I was talking to leaders or anything. Like, are they looking at my foot? Are they looking at my foot? Uh-huh. And I was wearing loud shoes today. I also was wearing a new pair of shoes, which always brings my mood. So yes. it's not, you know, um, going to change the needle in the election by any means. <laughs> but I'm really thrilled with my new bootcut jeans. <laughs> I'm thrilled for you. I'm going to start wearing them like three days a week and then I'm going to get another pair because I'm going to wear them out. Right. They were cute. They were like, the shoes are like a funky pattern. Yeah. Yeah. I just got them. I, you know, I don't really buy secondhand, not because I'm a snob or anything. I just don't think of it. Yeah. Same. But I got those shoes on ThreadUp and like, I definitely would be using that website more. And you can sponsor us ThreadUp. Oh my God. We are huge ThreadUp fans. Nothing makes me feel better than filling up a ThreadUp bag and knowing that (laughs) somebody else is going to use a shirt that I thought was cute and then realized I was an idiot. (laughs) <laughs> right. But maybe it'll look great on you. Yeah, totally. Yeah, this, you know, these these are like a really loud print shoe. And yeah. so some girl probably got all sorts of bold, yeah. bought these at the store, wore them a couple times, went like, oh, God, I can't do it. Uh-huh. But you know who can wear a loud shoe? Yeah. Amy May Randolph. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> all right. My mood is a little bit lighter now. All right. Um, so let's see. We're going to have, we're going to get into our discussion of the week. Yes. Now. And it really came to us that this is our next podcast topic because last year was basically an international female holiday. Or last week. Last week, yes. Yeah, so last Wednesday, October 3rd, was, I mean, the Mean Girls Day of all Mean Girls. So if you yes. have ever seen the movie, the, <laughs> the Mean Girls, excuse me, Mean Girls, you know that at one point in time, Caddy Heron's crush, Aaron Samuel, asks her what day it is. And she says, on October 3rd, he asks me what day it is. It's October 3rd. And then we also know on Wednesdays we wear pink. So for everything to come together in this Mean Girls universe and have October 3rd on a Wednesday, women and men across the country were pulling out their pink and hardcore wearing it. And we laughed because I was at a software development like two-day work session and none of these nerds had their pink on. (laughs) I was like, you guys, national holiday. And then you said, not a non-pink T-shirt yeah. and sight. And in my uh, liberal entertainment team, there were a lot of men, mm-hmm. gay and straight, proudly sporting their pink. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Um, of course, the star of Mean Girls is one Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Who also kind of had a big week last week. 
Yeah. For other reasons. Lindsay's been doing some things in the media lately that's garnering her attention. Well, has I mean, now, we're going to go deep dive into this, but Lindsay Lohan has been getting our attention for bad reasons, more so than good reasons, for the better part of a decade now. Yes. But last week was super weird, what so she did. Weird. So she Instagram lived a series of videos where she is in what we think is Moscow. Yes. And she's... In her limo, where you first see her, and she sees this, like, family out on the street. It's at night, and they're kind of huddled up on the street. And she stops her limo. She gets out, and she's talking, and you can tell she's on some sort of substance. She's not sober. She goes up to this family, and she starts – she's trying to take the two young boys they have away with her. She says she's going to save them and take them to her hotel to watch movies. And to which she already, like – Drives by them and says, oh, look, a Syrian refugee family. I didn't know they were going to Russia. You don't know that. And then she starts asking them on IG Live, tell America what you need. And it was like, what? Well, and obviously this family doesn't speak English. So they're staring at the crazy lady. They probably don't know who Lindsay Lohan is. Yeah. They're staring at the crazy lady. And sure, they were sitting on the street at night, but... They, they seem to be doing their plan, whatever yes. their plan was. Maybe they did need help, but was, she was only trying to take the kids. And so then they kind of get up and get away from her, and she starts chasing them. She starts speaking in Arabic, like the three words that she knows yes. for a little while. And, of course, this whole time she's using this weird intercontinental accent that she came I up with a couple of years ago. for that accent. And then she starts screaming, like, you're from Pakistan, don't fuck with Pakistan, don't fuck with Pakistan. And then kind of using, like, a a Middle Eastern accent. Yes. Then she speaks to them in Russian a little bit. And then she starts accusing them of trafficking their own children. Which was insane. And then that video ends with she literally goes to grab one of the boys, and the mother of the family turns around and fucking pops her right in the face. And you know what she does? She knocks that accent right out of her fucking mouth <laughs> she because she's sure. like, oh, guys, oh my I'm God. so scared. That was real. That was fucking oh What happened? It was like, oh, there you are, Lindsay. So, but then she gets back in her limo, cries, and that's kind of where the video ends. But she IG lived the whole thing. So yeah. the entire world found out about it as it happened, even from her own point of view. Yeah. We just had to guess what was really going on. But it was bizarre. It was sad. It was very telling that Lindsay Lohan is not in a safe, healthy, stable, drug-free she environment. She is not. Um, I was listening to one of our favorite podcasts, Babe, mm-hmm. with Laura, and she was talking about this that this week and how Lindsay basically took that IG down pretty quickly after. But a lot of... Or her people did. Or her people. I don't know. Someone with a password to her account took But a lot down. of people were doing screen record on their iPhones oh, and yeah. recording the whole thing. And as she said... First of all, Instagram Live is a true babe moment. Like, what are you doing with their life? But most importantly, Scream Grab is a lifesaver for anybody wanting to watch mentally ill celebrities babe the fuck out. Those are great quotes. And I mean, Lindsay Lohan was a total babe. Someone we've got a lot of questions on, which is why I think we need to check in on her. Yes. So... Um, we should have said this earlier, probably, but welcome to the first part in a new series that we're going to be presenting to you. Not, you know, not on a weekly basis, yeah. but here or there when it's time to check in on a celebrity, we're going to do a celebrity check-in and we're starting up here with Lindsay Lohan. Okay. I mean, hey, a lot of these women and maybe men that we'll check in on are people who are, you know, pretty big in the pop culture world who we've grown up with. And to see somebody who's, like, roughly our age having these, like, weird meltdowns, 
It's like, are you okay? Is anybody watching you? Like, are do you, you need help? Do you, Blink do you, twice. Are you drinking enough water? Like, what can we do here? Right. I mean, I think the people we are going to check in on that we've planned to anyway are kind of fans to Zennials. Yes. You know, we are proud Zennials. We talked about it several weeks ago. Uh-huh. And, you know, Lindsay Lohan, she's a couple years younger than us. Yep. But she's definitely somebody who we watched rise from no stardom to massive stardom to fall from grace oh, to yeah. whatever is going on Spectacularly. now. Spectacularly. So why don't we go back and kind of recap her celebrity yeah. life so, so far. Let's go back to July 2nd, 1986 in New York City. She was born to Dina and Michael Lohan. And I think that's problem number one. Yeah. They're batshit crazy. Yeah. As as we all came to find out, Dina and Michael have problems. Their marriage wasn't good, and even on their own, they have problems. Mm-hmm. So, Lindsay starts modeling at the age of three. Yeah, she's a Ford model, which is pretty big right, stuff. Right, And then she broke out in a movie that I remember going to the theater to see, The Parent Trap. Oh, such a good movie. And here's the thing. I was so already... Um, I guess, sentimental towards that movie because mm-hmm. I grew up watching the Haley Mills Same. original over and over yeah. and over. Let's get together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two is twice as nice as one. one. Okay, I'm done saying We're done. And uh, so with, I, a remake of The Parent Trap came out, and I think I might have been a little dubious of it at first, but Lindsay Lohan was so adorable and charming and talented. Yeah, everybody thought she was an actual twin. Right. We almost really didn't believe that she was playing both characters. I mean... It was 1998, and she basically burst out onto the scene Absolutely. in this movie. 12 years old. I remember being blown away once I realized that there was only one of her. Uh-huh. This little girl can do a bomb-ass British accent. Yes. And, you know, the, like the camera blocking, I was even aware of how she had to be so good when she was looking at her fake twin that uh-huh. wasn't there. I'm sure they had a stand-in. I think they did have a stand-in. But still, just like to act against yourself in your first big movie. And with some serious contenders yes. with you and Natasha, Natasha Richardson. R.I.P. Uh-huh. Um, Dennis Quaid, that Brilliant. babe of a dad. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, she just really nailed the role of Annie and Hallie Parker. So then she goes on, you know, she's a Disney kid, she's a star. She um, goes and does Freaky Friday with Jamie Lee Curtis, another hard hitter. Which I will forever live by the fact that she was robbed. Of an Oscar. <laughs> because she had to play how Jamie Again, Lee Curtis yeah. was playing an adult. And, I mean, I was on a Disney cruise with my friend Craig and Eric one day. And I was just, like, sunburned from the beach and just, like, watching it in the room. And they came in from doing something. And I just looked at them and was like, Lindsay Lohan was completely robbed of an Oscar for this. <laughs> and they both were like, what did you drink while we were gone? And now they both have come around and agree. She was amazing in that. She really was. And then, like... 2004, Mean Girls comes out. Gifted that gem. I mean, the whole thing was set up for success with Tina Fey at the helm, of course. Mm -hmm. But she was so believable, so good. I mean, the plastics, everybody in the movie did a great job. But that solidified her as, like, a movie star. Yeah, she started doing, I think she hosted SNL around that time, too. And Uh pretty young. Yeah, pretty young at that age. And, I mean... The Debbie Downer Goes to Walt Disney World episode with the character Breakfast has to be one of the greatest things in the entire world. The fact that they're all sobbing, they're broken, they're cracking up, but she was just charming and awesome. The girl next door, kind of. Absolutely. So then um, there's a couple other, like, oh, she did Herbie Fully Loaded because she had a Disney contract. Oh, she did Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen with Megan Fox. Right. 
um, a Prairie Home Companion. Yeah. So that's when she was starting to kind of break away and like look at me be a little bit more serious. Can I be a really bad podcaster for two mm-hmm. seconds? Open your beer. I just what? realized I didn't open it before the show. We're drinking on air. It's fine. So My bad. 2007 is basically where things start to go off. off, off the rails <laughs> a bit. Um, oh, okay. So I've got a timeline here that I printed off the internet. Funny enough, this is from CNN.com. And it is the... the I mean, hard-hitting journalism right there. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, Fast Facts. This was from June 26th of this year. And, of course, the picture that they have is all oh, six her of her mugshots. Mug I think she's we, got more than that. But I mean, she takes a good fucking mugshot. Okay, so in 2007, like, good year, bad year style, she's nominated for a Screen Actors Guild Award for uh, Bobby. You remember that Bobby Darren movie? Bobby Fisher? No, wasn't it the, um, oh, that was Beyond the Sea. That it was, was the Bobby the Dar- Darren movie. Yeah, I think so it's Bobby, Bobby Fisher. Fisher. But anyway, she also goes to her first stint in rehab at the Wonderland Center in L.A. in January of 2007. So then, like, if I'm looking at this timeline that I have printed out in front of me, it goes 2007, 2007, 2007, 2007. So in May, she's arrested in a Beverly Hills car accident. Then she goes to Promises Rehab. Then she's arrested in July in Santa Monica for DUI. And then in August, she's charged with seven misdemeanors and pleads guilty to two counts of being under the influence of a controlled substance. October 5th, released from court-ordered rehab in Utah. November 15th, 2007, uh, reports to the potential... Oh, this is where she has that infamous 84-minute... jail stay. Do you remember that? Yeah, absolutely. It was like right after Paris Hilton did like 37 days or something and she's like hold my beer. Uh I'm going to go 84 minutes. Yeah, and that's when we kind of started to realize, because I don't know where the Kardashians live in this timeline, but I think Chloe got arrested for 84 minutes and we started to realize celebrities getting arrested wasn't real and like totally fake. Not real. Now around this time too, She's a young celebrity, right? So there's, like, celebrity feuds that Mm -hmm. she's dealing with. And I have to bring up a podcast that I discovered this week and listen to a couple episodes of both to do with Lindsay Lohan. This is one of the most brilliant titles for a podcast. And I know I say that a lot on this show. But this time we really mean it. But we really mean it this time. It's a early aughts nostalgia podcast Mm -hmm. called Les Do You Remember This. Now, if you watched MTV in the early aughts, you know... Ledoux was the hottest nightclub in L.A. that allowed all of those children to go in and drink their faces off. It's on the hills, yeah. Yeah, on the hills they went there. Um, I mean, just like Paris Hilton was always there. Yes. Nikki Richard, what's her name? Um, Nicole Richard. Oh, uh, Nicole Richie. Richie. Yeah. <laughs> was always there, but also Nikki Hilton. Yes. Is what I'm thinking. Like, all of those underage girls were going there pretending not to drink, but were totally getting wasted. I think a buddy of mine, Justin, he was a model right after we graduated college, he was spotted dancing on a table with Paris Hilton, and I think Stop at Ledoux, and it was on, like, not Perez Hilton, but another website that was predated Perez Hilton, and it floated around our friend group, and I was like, oh, cool, you know Paris, but, like, how was Ledoux? <laughs> like, I need to know. So, I just, I really have to recommend this podcast. It's if, excellent. If you are a Zenial girl, yep. you will connect to this, because this, this, the host of the podcast, I didn't write her name down, unfortunately, she basically reenacts like famous oh. moments from the early aughts in celebrity dumb, like Britney and Justin's mm-hmm. whole relationship. She dissects, but she does it in like a very narrative way, and she does little skits with herself, nice. like pretending to talk from their uh, journals or whatever. I'm not describing it great, but she does have an episode that came out on August 18th, 2017, called 
feud, Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton. And then another one from November 2017, uh, Lil, uh, Lilo is what I wrote down, but Lindsay Lohan and Hillary Duff's feud. Yeah. So she really pulls them apart and dissects them. Yes. So Hillary Duff and Lindsay Lohan were fighting over Aaron Carter. Yes. Do you remember this? I do. They do you? I la- do. I mean, I had to get out my Juicy Couture Low sweatpants, my Ugg boots, and my tiny little purse dog to take a listen to it. But yeah, I mean, we were going back to the fact that Hillary Duff and Aaron were dating from when he did a stint on her show, the Lizzie McGuire show on Disney Channel, Mm -hmm. and like the peck on the cheek really kicked off a relationship for them, and they dated for a while in the celebrity world. And then he dumped her for Lindsay, and that caused a little bit of a feud. And then he dumped Lindsay, and he went back with Hillary. Uh And it was, I mean, drama. I think Lindsay Lohan even dropped that on SNL. Like, you may remember me as a girl who, you know, is in a fight with Hillary Duff. But Hillary Duff did not take lightly to that conversation. She did not, and it's in the podcast. Like, she cried to People Magazine what Hillary said about her and how, you know, embarrassed and hurt she is. She thought she and Lindsay could be friends. And so then later on, Lindsay Lohan's, like, getting up in the big leagues, and she starts partying with Paris Hilton. Yeah. And then Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie fall out, and Lindsay is seen with Nicole, and not only that, she's seen making out with um, Paris's ex, Stavros, Mykonos, whatever, you remember Stavros him? Stavros Mykonos, basically, sure, at this point. Like an heir to a Greek, Greek oil shipping type. company. Yeah. Shipping or oil, yeah, yeah, all the way. Money. money. So much money. So... I mean, the, you have to listen to these episodes. You should listen to all of Lady. Do yes. You Remember This. It's delightful. Um, but that really brought back for me how, oh my God, do you remember one of uh, Paris's friends called Lindsay a fire crotch, drunkenly leaving a club? Brandon now, Davis. Brandon Davis. And now fire crotch is a thing in the ether. And that started with Lindsay Lohan and some low life that Paris yes. used to get drunk with. Yeah, I mean, this was really the rise of a lot of TMZ paparazzi stuff Absolutely. around this time, you know. And Paris was crushing her friendship and feud with Lindsay because it was pretty well known that while Paris probably did drugs, she definitely didn't drink when she was at clubs. And right. I remember, like, I think but that you'd there see is her that fucked up. She was on stuff. She was on something. But there is that iconic photo of her and Lindsay, maybe someone else, like leaving a club, and Paris is driving away in her black SUV, and Lindsay is passed out in the front seat, just. Dead uh, to the world. Out. And Paris looks perfect and is, like, smiling to the camera. I'm like, mm-hmm. girl, you're Absolutely. either a great girlfriend or someone I do not want to get in a feud with. So pretty much all of this is going down in 2007 and 2008, like, into early 2009. So we're talking about a decade ago yes. is when Lindsay started kind of going off the rails. And we all kind of wanted her to pull it back together. So... Um, let's see. In 2009, she, oh God, she did that in 2007. I Know Who Killed Me movie. It was Not a great. B movie just three years after Mean Girls. What are you doing? I watched it. Lindsay, well, how was that for you? It wasn't good. Um, because <laughs> I was like, oh, a Lindsay Lohan movie. I kind of heard a little uh, about it, but you know what? I loved all of her other stuff. It was one of those movies that was so dark filmed. Mm-hmm. Like, it was filmed in such a dark way that like, you couldn't watch it with sun. You couldn't see anything. You know, like that's a movie you would have to watch at night so you could see everything. And it was incredibly confusing. If there was a plot, I don't think so. It was one of those like, oh, did you lose a bet? Right. 
so, I mean, really, now I'm kind of, like, looking at this list again of her arrests, like, 2010 and 2011 are basically just littered with the same thing. And can I stop you? In mm-hmm. between there, she dated very popular DJ Samantha Ronson for a while. True. And kind of, they started the term celesbian because we had never known Lindsay to date a woman before, and now she's all over Samantha Ronson. And not only are they together, but they are volatile. We are seeing in public. fights screaming at each other, just toxic stuff. Yeah. It was like, no, really what happened? And also, where is your mother and father that they're not like grabbing you by an ear? Well, do you remember around that time, Dina was partying with Lindsay and it was all over like the views, hot topics. Oh yeah. Everyone was constantly um, judging Dina's parenting, wondering if her younger sister Allie needed to be like taken away from Dina because Allie would be seen with them out in public. And Lindsay was really uh, defensive of her mother. Mm -hmm. You know, my mom is my best friend. She's so great. And then they would come back and go, you know, parents should be best friends with their kids. They should parent them. Yep. Because Lindsay was certainly underage. And Dina would talk openly about, like, oh, we're home. We have wine and we do this. And, like, well, your daughter is still barely 18, certainly not 21, of legal drinking age in this country. Like, not that I'm judging a little beer here, underage. I might have done it, too. But my mom didn't give it to me. <laughs> no, and in the words of Eileen Jarvis, I will be your friend, but I will most certainly not be your best friend. Absolutely. I don't want to be in a club with my mother. Weird. Weird. So, like, her things are just weird. In a film way, like, nothing really came out of note until she did a TV movie, Liz and Dick, in 2012. Yes. Now, I think this is also the same year that... She was kind of reinventing herself, and she really went into that Marilyn Monroe phase. So So she's, like, obsessed with Marilyn Monroe, and evidently always was since she was little. I think she has a tattoo of, uh, in Roman numerals, of the day Marilyn died, or maybe her birthday. Uh But do you remember she did that Marilyn Monroe-inspired Playboy shoot? Uh, Yeah, we all had to see her nipples. Like... And I believe her now, too, that her tits are real. Remember there was a big fight? Oh, yeah. She, for a little girl, she was a very well-endowed oh, yeah. thing. And she, everyone was like, oh, my God, Dina bought her a set of boobs. And I mean, once I saw her in Playboy, I agreed. Those, those <laughs> things are real. And good on you, sister. Her body's was banging. Bang. It's a little worse for the wear currently. Well, she hasn't treated In my favorite kindly. phrase, it is road hard to put away wet. But <laughs> back in the day, her body was pretty banging. So it's 2011 that she gets arrested for stealing that necklace. Remember, a $2,500 necklace she put on in a store and then just, like, walked out the door. Like, she could have have known a rider that. Basically. So that's what she goes back to jail for. And then I I was kind of reading up. So she wound up getting put back in jail for, um, like, 80-some days. Um, But it was a probation violation from the DUIs in, like, 2007 that she really got hit for and then she got released from jail under house arrest. She got, like, released early. Yeah. But was partying at her house. Yes. And was wearing that alcohol monitoring ankle bracelet Which that like, kept going off. And, and then she like, tried to cut it off. It, Do you remember this? It tests, like, your sweat or something, uh-huh. right? And it can tell. Yeah, no. I totally remember. She thought she couldn't drink outside. Or something. Like, she was just such an idiot in regards to how this worked. Right. Totally And that kid. she was above the law in so many ways. So that Listen Dick movie, though, was in 2012, and she really did get, like, critical acclaim for it. And that's the thing that we've kind of always talked about, I feel like, with Lindsay Lohan. She is a naturally gifted, very good actress. Yes. And this talent gets wasted because of her choices. And maybe, you know, an exposure as a child. We see a lot of child actors go off the rails, but then some child actors, like... 
you know, Jerry O'Connell and plenty yeah. of others that really make it and do just fine. Some child actors just go away and lead normal lives totally. now. But look at know, Matilda. We really don't see much anymore, but she's killing life out there, totally. whatever she's doing. Then she had a few good moments there. So remember she hosted Chelsea lately for a week? Yeah, I loved and that she week. Nailed it. She was self-depreciating. She was funny. She seemed in on the joke. When she's clear, uh-huh. she gets it. Just last year, she came out with that Lawyers.com commercial. Yes. Hilarious. Oh, my God. I almost forgot about that. Yeah. She's like, I know a thing or two about DUI. Yeah. It's, like, it's well, a lawyer referral program. But, yeah, totally. Also, not something to joke about, Lindsay, but, hey, if you're going there, sister. Sure. If you need the coin, you do I'll you. see it on YouTube. Yeah. So, in regards to this timeline, when she's starting to come up, when does Oprah come into all of this? Because I know her show on OWN was around 2014. Yeah, I've got something here from the Daily Mail. You keep talking about it. I'll so, find So, I mean, we know she was trying to get on the straight and narrow, and somehow Oprah was like, I can do this for you. Let me help you. Because I think Liz and Dick was happening. She was starting to come back up, and somewhere she just had a... 2014. A backslip. Yeah, no, no, I... Oh, you, well, I was looking. Well, I was looking it up. Sorry, oh, I was like, oh yeah, it was in 2014. But I was wondering, like, you know, it was just like another backslide that she had. That you know, I think we can all remember the moment when, like, Oprah like stares at her and is like, "You have to cut the bullshit," because she kept blaming everybody and everything for things going on in her life. And I think, for me, the more and more Lindsay comes up in the news, unfortunately, in a, a sad way. There's this commonality that she's always blaming others. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's what we're going to eventually get to. But she couldn't, Oprah couldn't fix you? Yeah, like, well, you didn't listen. Remember, she was so defiant towards Oprah and she quit the show for a little yep. bit. She wouldn't let them film. And then oh, that's when Oprah sat her down and was like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. I am trying to help you. Do you know how many people want my help? Yeah. And I am offering it to you. Yeah. And she was putting her up, I think, in that penthouse apartment in New York while yes. they were filming. Absolutely. I think that was one of Oprah's like other houses. Yeah. Um, Investment property. Basically. Yeah. So I remember at the end of that Oprah show, which I watched studiously, um, Lindsay was like, I think what I'm going to do is move to Europe. Yep. And Oprah said, don't move to Europe. Stay here. Stay. Yep. You know, Lindsay wanted to run from her problems yes. basically. And Oprah said, no, you need to stay, face it and fix it. But what did Lindsay do? She ran. She ran. She moved to London after that. And she really, I don't think has lived full time in America since. No, she 100% has not. And that move is what has really started this. Intercontinental, as you mentioned, accent that we keep getting treated to sporadically. And I don't think she's really done TV or movie. I think I saw an IMDb. Maybe she had a quick stint in, you know, Charlie Sheen's anger management show. But she's not doing anything of note that's making us go like, oh, Lindsay, there you are. We have missed you. I mean, like we mentioned last week was Mean Girls Day. Mean Girls is currently on Broadway. A lot of the actors from that movie have come to see the show and have gone back. I gotta guess, Tina Fey mm-hmm. is not letting that bitch pass those front doors. Why would you take on that liability? Yeah. So she's been living in Europe, then she lived in Dubai several years, and now evidently she's living in Greece and currently filming a show where she parties in Mykonos. A reality show that's going to be on MTV, I think, here in yeah, America. Yeah, she actually has started a pool club 
in Mykonos. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think kind of like Vegas. Like, did you ever watch that Hard Rock um, rehab uh, show on Sunday True morning. TV? On, yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of like that all week long. Pooled by the beach, drinking, and the club might be called like Club Lohan or something. Probably. And so that's been getting a lot of spin up in the news recently. She has been, you know. Instagramming and tweeting about her club and the other day on one of the waitresses or like cocktail servers Instagram account two of the girls were posed and Lindsay commented like change your shoes or I'll fire you oh my god really? because like they weren't wearing matching shoes like they were told wear these kind of heels and these girls were wearing a little bit different heels and she was like change your shoes or I'll fire you next Instagram like comment was no Seriously. I believe that happened. And then most recently, the Lohan challenge has happened because a video has gone viral of her in like a white silk right. jumpsuit, long yes. sleeved, dancing on a DJ booth, doing a very bizarre like Clydesdale clomp move and a spin and a hair flip Lots and tracks everywhere. And then you just hear the DJ in the background being like, something like, this is how you party in Mykonos, bitch. <laughs> it is so weird, but it became like a viral dance challenge. Busy Phillips started doing it. Like, I mean, it was tweeting and going everywhere. And the sad thing is like Lindsay was commenting on people's Instagrams and like not seeing how like she was the butt of this joke. Or does she, you know, her, moments, her moments of lucidity are hard to... Are fleeting. Are, well, are fleeting, but, you know, when she's only commenting online and we don't see her on video, do we know if she's being that Lindsay from Chelsea Handler yeah. and in on the joke, or is she completely gone? And, um, you know, this Instagram thing from last week is Amanda Bynes reminding Yes. And also, we have to remember last year when Me Too was breaking, she put out Instagram live videos in support of Harvey Weinstein. In her weird accent. In her weird ass accent. yelled at his wife, Georgina Chapman? Sure. That she should have stood by her man, and Harvey Weinstein never tried anything with her, so then clearly it never happened. And this is where I'm going with the fact that she blamed Harvey Weinstein's wife she, in her video, her IG Live in Russia, she yelled at the woman on the street, you shouldn't be letting your kids on the street. You should be working and providing them a life. While she sat next to her husband, mm-hmm. Lindsay has a tendency to blame women for men's problems. Even back to her feud with Hillary Duff and Aaron Carter, she blamed Hillary for everything. And it's like, well, no, Aaron cheated on Hillary with you. He cheated on you with Hillary. Aaron's the shit here. Right. You know, that kind of makes me think, like, not to blame it all on daddy issues, but what? we're aware from what Dina says and what Michael's other exes say that he's incredibly narcissistic and abusive. She wrote a song it, about it. It may be something that she normalizes. Oh, I'm pretty sure on her Rumors album, which was excellent, by the way. Um, it really was. It was so good, but yeah, I think her in album there, was good. she had a song about, like, daughter to father or something that like even listening to it like I don't have any daddy issues like Rick and I are pretty cool minus our like weird cats in the cradle thing that we do but like (laughs) even listening to that I'm like I have to skip because like god that's like really painful like there's a lot there I mean how many therapists around the world are seeing little things that she does and are like I gotta I gotta I gotta unpack that like get over here sure well that's we're trying to unpack it right here we're certainly not doctors by any means but 
I'm just looking at behavior and going, that's just not normal, sweetheart. And where are her friends? Where's her family? You know, yes, her parents are a little off kilter, but I believe that her younger sister, Allie, Mm -hmm. is a model and seems to be on the straight and narrow. I think another brother of hers does modeling and is on the straight and narrow. I mean, I'm not even sure if Lindsay's getting in eight glasses of water a day. Like, I'm a little concerned about (laughs) her in so many ways that... She's been enabled by all of these people around her who I'm sure are trying to tell her that they are her friends, but they are not, which also makes me nervous for this reality show. Like, what are we going to get? If this is what we're seeing on IG Live. And look, I really want to watch it, but should I? Because are we just exploiting her at this point? Well, fun fact, we don't get MTV, so like. Oh, yeah. I miss Teen Mom so much. (laughs) God damn. All right. um, I guess just in closing, if you're ready to wrap it up. Well, I have more. I just wanted to call out the fact that um, there are have been a handful of podcasts this week that did talk about it. Like you mentioned, like, do you remember, um, Babe, their episode Q4 is coming with Catlock, like I said, was so hilarious just talking about how IG Live is a really dark journey. Um, mm-hmm. And they really kind of like clinched it with their, like, Lindsay Lohan is not having a good Q4, guys. <laughs> Like, fiscally speaking, like, it's the start of a new fiscal year. Hopefully things get better. And I thought to myself, yeah, I hope so, too. Yeah. And then um, another podcast that I have shared on this show before, TBT, a movie podcast, has been doing really great things that in between when they do a movie throwback, they have what they call a mini-sode. And on episode 18, they kind of go into the whole Lindsay Lohan thing and just their thoughts because they've reviewed, like, Parent Trap and Mm -hmm. other movies of hers. And like you mentioned, this... We saw her in this heyday, and did she peak at 18? Like, I don't know, but, like, we're checking in, and we're hoping she's okay, but I'd love for her to have a calm Q1 and maybe just get back to her roots. I think she could make a comeback because, like we said, she has such insane, God-given talent. Yeah. You know, she's got to take a little filler out of her face. Maybe go take yeah. a breather. Do one of those Caribbean, like, cleanses that Sonia Morgan does. Ugh, I want to do one so bad, but with, like, just a little bit of vodka and my green juice. <laughs> and, <laughs> and come back to us, Lindsay, because I think we'll really be here for you. Absolutely. We love a comeback. We love we a comeback. We really do love a comeback. And so I think we checked in on her. I think she knows that we put out good vibes into the universe, and maybe she'll feel that and realize. <laughs> we made fun a little. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 that's what friends do. But look, I'm I'm here for your comeback, girl. Yes. Um. Alrighty then. So, with all of that being said, were there any other podcasts you listened to this week that didn't have to do with Lindsay Lohan and her there shame are. spiral? There are. Yes. Would you like me to go first for recaps? Or you know, mine's pop-ups? short. Mine's short. Mine's well. Why don't you go? Rock paper scissors. <laughs> <laughs> we should have planned out this outline a little better. Whatever. Episode 45. It's like we're brand new at this. We had a rough Q4. (laughs) I told you I'm grumpy. You did. Um, Anyway, while we drink, I want to let you guys know about a a podcast called Diet Starts Tomorrow from the Betches Girls. Talked about it before, but their most recent episode was called How to Drink on a Diet featuring Carolyn Brown. Mm -hmm. And you, you can't. So um, that was sad, and I did not like that. But Oh, they didn't give you any tips? They just said no? they said don't if you really want to lose a lot of weight. But they had really great conversations in regards to how one of the girls, Aileen, had a friend who was like, you know, I really need to focus in and lose weight. So I'm going to kind of shield myself from my friends and not go out and drinking. But then found that like by isolating herself, she was staying in and feeling sad about herself and then would eat like a frozen pizza. Mm -hmm. And so didn't lose weight, gained weight. 
And so, like, you really do need to learn how to be social. So treat yourself like if you're going to only have four drinks in a week, are you having four drinks one night a week? Or are you going to go out one night and have those four drinks? Also, drink responsibly, take an Uber, all of that stuff up front. But, you know, they did – excuse me, Carolyn Brown, the nutritionist, did say – Liquor and like a club soda is always your best bet. No sugar, all of those things. But she was saying that the average male drinks 30 drinks a week. I believe that. Uh Uh-huh. And so she was like, listen, if you drink 30 drinks a week, I'm not going to tell you to stop. And who wants to? She was (laughs) like, so if you can get yourself to under 10 a week, you're going to see a huge improvement. So she said, count how many drinks you have every week and then try to cut that in half. See how you live. See all of those kinds of things. Start with two thirds <laughs> and work I down. Mean, it'll be less, right? You're yeah. still intaking less calories. Um, but I really appreciated that the girls were open and honest and stuff. Though one of the girls was like, "I'm not even fun." Like two Advil gets me drunk. And I was like, uh-uh. "Well, then you're not trying hard enough." <laughs> like that's ridiculous. But I like to go back to that show every now and then, and I was like, "Okay, what tips do you have? How can I drink and lose weight?" Oh. Okay, just drink less. Cool. Fun talk. <laughs> reality is the worst. It is. As I go and take a sip of beer. Well, speaking of reality, mm-hmm. I couldn't pick just one pop-up recap to do this week. So I'm going to do what I'm going to call a roundup. Yep. And I know the boys who did it. If you're watching Dallas, you know the joke. Okay, so I have not just come out and been true and honest about my real obsessions the past few weeks because I knew you'd smack me up from across the table. Yes. But I am still so obsessed with 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> I, just, I started to say the wrong word, so I like kind of went with it. Just let me go. Zip, zap, zap, Erica. Go with it. Yes, and. Yes, and what accent was that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I have been, so 90 Day Fiance's finale came on. Um, well, before the 90 days, the finale came on Sunday night. And so next week we're going to get the, you know, the tell all. And then the week after that season six of regular 90 day fiance is starting. So it's a very exciting time for our people. And I know for certain now that it's not just me because I saw the cable television ratings for the week. Yep. 90 day fiance came in at number five, the fifth most watched show on cable non-sports program was 90 day fiance before the 90 days. So I know you people are watching. Yeah. I'm watching and I'm listening to my podcasts. And so I thought, I know people love recap podcasts. Yeah. I love them. I have been listening to a lot of them. I have my favorites and I want to go ahead and give you a quick roundup of everything you should be listening to if you want your recap. So to me, the very best one, which is 100% 90 day focused is called 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. Mm-hmm. And the hosts of that are Kim and Kyle. And what's really charming about it is their co-workers, they're both married to other people, but they, they get along really great. They work together in whatever industry they have. But Kim has been a 90 Day Fiance super fan for quite a while. And this is Kyle's first season watching. So it's like a juxtaposition. Oh. And it's very funny. They're both very clever. So then moving on, Pink Shade with Erin Martin is another one I like. Cool name. She talks 90 Day almost every week, but does a couple other shows too. She's gotten several of the stars on. Nice. Mm-hmm. And Are we using that word loosely, stars? Uh, stars of the show. Okay. <laughs> stars of the show. Not maybe to a Lindsay Lohan level of stardom. Depends where in her career trajectory are we they talking. Are, they are on the bottom of the D list <laughs> at best. 
But Pink Shade, I really like. Now, Erin Martin writes the recaps for the Reality T website. Okay. So she's very funny. Then, of course, my girl Jody from Reality TV. Yep. She does a segment on them basically every week. Reality Life with Kate Casey, which I've brought up a couple times on this show. She does it every now and then, but she's also had guests. She's had Paul from this season on, and she had Molly from season five on. Her episodes were really good. Nice. And now some of our Bravo podcasts are really moving hard in oh a 90-day way. So this week on Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, he had Darcy of Darcy and Jesse on, and what a bang-up interview that was. Um, two Judgy did a recap last week on their show, or Two Judgy Girls. I'm sorry, I shouldn't get too short <laughs> Um, Which, by the way, I did think that that recap was a little shenanigan because Courtney was trying to tell Mary about it, and Mary said she hadn't watched it, but then Mary kept correcting Courtney on facts. So I was like, <gasps> Mary, you're watching, you little liar face. Um, and then Bitch Sash, of course, of like course. I said, has now dedicated one of their segments every week. So if you watched the show, if you're listening to all those podcasts and there's still not enough, may I recommend the Insta handle Bored and Bitchy because <laughs> her memes are on point awesome. as well for 90 Day Fiance. And I will do my best to limit the 90 Day talk henceforth on this podcast. It's just so funny. It's one of those shows that, I mean, one of my favorite Bravo shows, Below Deck, has just returned. And I'm so, and by the way, thank you for Getting into I'm that with me, year. so we I'm can talk. It. <laughs> um, God damn it, <laughs> Captain Lee is That's right Captain Lee. Um, but I mourn that show in between when it's not on, and you have not stopped talking about this television show for so many weeks and months now. I'm like, cool. When's hiatus? So when you're like that finale aired, I'm like, oh okay. And then next week, this is coming on. I'm like, holy fucking shit. I can't escape from this. TLC is my new master, and I am their <laughs> new slave. Me and most of the other people watching cable news on Sunday nights, by the way. Yeah, cable TV for sure. I mean, what else is on? Sports? Sports? Sports balls? Sports balls? Is it football yeah. season or something? It by the way, is. congrats, Drew Brees. Passing yes. yards record. Absolutely. Good for you. We Say? never talked sports before, I said a really. sports thing. Yeah, I was just... What do we do with that? Oh, I know what I do. We're basically the Barstool podcast now. (laughs) We should, for one of our themes, we should, like, sit down and be, like, uber serious and recap all sports shows and pretend like we know what the fuck they said on them. Okay. I love Around the Horn on ESPN. I had a boyfriend in college. He used to make me watch it all the time. That was a good one. I meant podcasts. Oh, part of the interruption was also really good, too. Well, Michael Rappaport does a lot Mm -hmm. with sports, so we could just listen to him only, right? Sure. That's fine. Okay, Perfect. Well, okay, I guess we have some show planning to do. I think we, we just planned a couple shows. We need to write up an outline starting now for next week <laughs> so that we get our shit in order. Wake up on the right side of the bed, get a yeah. tight eight. Yeah, I do need to try to pet myself up here and get out of my grumpy Well, pants. it's hump day, which means we only have two more days of work, and then it's the freaking weekend. We're and about we to have to... some fun. That's right. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back next week. We'll be in better moods. And so <laughs> until then, join us and be kind and rewind. Bye, guys. <laughs>